I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. Hello and welcome to Lost Boys Podcast. With you every step of the way, it's me, Jack Shepherd, And me, Jacob Stowworthy. And this week we're talking about the episode... Which name I don't know. <laughs> it's going so well, Jack. <laughs> I was thinking, this is seamless. Will people be like, is it always like this? Yeah. But no. No, I don't know the name of it. I hadn't... See, I'd, you know, I'm avoiding spoilers. We all know that. You're a good so. man. So this episode is called Fire and Water. The and is a plus in the title. Fire plus water. Fire plus water. Yeah, but it's called Fire and Water. Okay. Uh, no connotation to Game of Thrones. Well, considering Lost started years before Game of Thrones. That's far and nice anyway. Far and nice. So in this episode, we have... It's a Charlie episode. Yeah. And we see Charlie have a paddy about heroin and not <laughs> being able to see Claire. Yeah, he's he has dreams about Aaron. He has a crazy-ass fucking dream with... With, like, a lot of biblical references and stuff. There's lots of Bible stuff going on. There's a on. lot of Bible stuff. There's a baptism at the end. We've got, we got, we got the whole enchilada. And you have flashbacks with Liam. Liam G. <laughs> You're doing well, man. You're doing well. I Thank like you. Yeah. That, was, that was good. So, my, so we're going we're gonna to do it this way, which I'm going to surprise Jacob with. Oh, God. So I've made notes on nearly every single thing I thought was weird or funny. Okay, this so episode. Th- this is the second episode of me and Jack didn't watch together. This is the second episode we didn't watch together. And I feel like Jack's more productive when he doesn't watch them with me. <laughs> well, to be fair, this one we both watched. We watched while we were sitting next to each other. Yeah, we did. But on separate laptops because we were actually at work. Well, we're, we, we've had a very busy week and my rationale was this episode ain't that great. <laughs> so if we're gonna if we're gonna watch one without each other, let's make it this one because we've got some good stuff for coming. Yeah. So I actually thought this episode was really funny for multiple multiple reasons which we'll get through it. Too. Okay. But it is awful. So like it, it was ranked I think on the LA Times list that compiles all the episodes. Yeah. Like the second worst. Really? Uh, the reason why I don't like it and the thing is it's a very watchable episode mm. but it's full of um, moments and I'm sure we will get into this because we've kind of hinted at this already yeah. where I'm a bit like that character wouldn't do that yeah yeah no I, I agree I think because we did we had a we had a little chat Jacob just asked me what I thought of the episode and there is one character moment at the end yeah throughout even but yeah one, but one big, big one at the one. end for sure okay sorry guide so us I'm leading, I keep, I'm leading I the way jumping in someone <laughs> my uh Right over here, Charlie. <laughs> it's my first note. You're special. So is, this in the, is this in the dream? This is the first dream. Mm-hmm. The the family flashback. The mm. Christmas family flashback. Oh, God. Well, featuring young Charlie. Wait, that kid is well cast. Yeah, the kid's good. The, you but, know but immediately. Like, but you're like, that is Charlie's a kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. And then he's got his little brother. L- little, no, older brother. Because yeah. he's his little brother. Hello, baby brother. Hello, baby brother. So so tra- he's so trying to make that his catchphrase. His mum, conversely, is awful. Okay, so... That's twice I've said awful. Megan Pace Megan. is her name, because uh, Liam's baby is named after her, right? Yes. Her Megan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her accent is so bad. Mm. No, sorry. It's so good. So good. That it's bad, because... I was like, where is she from? Looked it up. She's English, mate. <laughs> really? Yeah. I just don't know if she's... I, I, I think, she, yeah, she's English. I think she's putting on a regional dialect. Yeah, maybe, she actually. She, she, she was in a film called Mona Lisa, starring Bob Hoskins, year, years back. She got, like, she like gained, like, critical acclaim for it. Really? Um, yeah, but she's... Uh, I should probably say her name, shouldn't I? Yeah. This is the bit which you're supposed to be good at. Well, her name... The looking up stuff. Her name is uh, Sammy Davis... Okay, not, not that one. <laughs> no, not that one. Not not the uh, the uh, Sammy singer. Davis Jr. Um, no, Sammy Davis. She's from the Midlands, so she should actually be naming this accent. Yeah, she doesn't. This is. Is it just us expecting these people not to be English or from where they're actually meant to be from? And Maybe saying they're bad when actually they're fine. Maybe I do think 
it's just so weird. It's like, it really took, I like this whole scene, I was like, oh, this is quite interesting. And then it suddenly took me right out. Especially when, so she gets to be honest, and she says, your special love. And it's like, <laughs> and it did, I know. Very Jodie Whittaker. It took me out of it yeah. so much. That's Where are my presents? Right over here, Charlie. That special bit, though, don't know why. It reminded me of everyone seems to be special on the island, something. Mm. So that reminded me more of uh, what have I got? I've got Walt question mark down here. Oh, really? The thing, the thing is, and I think it taps into the whole episode is Charlie's having. You know the scene where he meet he um, lock catches him with the Virgin Mary statues and the heroine. Yes. And he's like, um, "This is my test, John. This is this is you've always said this was my test. This yeah. is it." And uh, Locke's like having none of it. Um, it's almost like Charlie's been might have been might have thought he was special. Might have thought there's more going on to mm. his journey than there actually is, and that's kind of what's depressing him and making him think, leaving, making him have these delusions of grandeur. You know what? This so I watched. Um, I was telling you, I watched the the documentary about Mister Rogers. Yeah. Uh, You're my. Uh, won't you be my neighbour? Which is really good. Mm. Like I don't. I've never watched Mr. Rogers. Oh, he's not really a thing in the UK. Like Pillsbury, I'm sorry, we will get into this. <laughs> we'll get into Pillsbury later. Uh, but no, no, Mr. Rogers is, is not a thing really over here. We know him. I heard Pils- his name. Pillsbury turns out it is, but we'll get into that. <laughs> no spoilers. Uh, so yeah, he there was this real controversy, and they bring it up in the documentary about how because he had this song where he said like you're special to like kids basically. Mm. And then the next generation of grown-ups were blaming Mr. Rogers for, like, the self-entitlement of the younger generation. That's interesting. Because they were like, oh, you can't say they're, like, special because then you give them, like, self-inflated values and stuff. So this reminds me of that. So basically, Charlie's mum is the Mr. Rogers of Lost. Yeah. <laughs> is what is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole point is that, like... Mr. Rogers was saying people should love themselves, mm. you know, and be nice. And so that then they could feel comfortable and do what they wanted to do. Mm. You know, not so much be Jesus or Charlie. Or Charlie. Or, main, or, or definitely not Charlie. Jesus. So that, that you know, okay, so we're, we're jumping forward, but you know the um, the bit when they're on the beat where Charlie has a second dream? Yes. <laughs> you know this bit because <laughs> it's got your main man dressed in religious robes. Oh, my God, that is so funny. We're gonna get into that. We'll get so, 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 okay. More. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, you're, stop you're, jumping ahead. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to go through it. But I've got something to say about that scene. But yeah, we'll get to okay. it, man. I just hope, I just want us to. I'm very anxious. I know. So from here, my next note is Charlie Dash Lock vibes spying. Oh man, that scene where he looks at Lock mm. and uh, and then he kind of like descends into the bushes into yeah. the shadows. It's so dramatic. It's so. Something the uh, like basically about the whole episode mm. is like I quite I found myself like Charlie was quite watchful for a lot of it and I was kind of like rooting for him and then at the end of every scene he would do something that I really hated mm. and it was always like just something like short or quick I don't know what it was but it was like there's another scene where he's talking with Claire is it is it a bit where he goes let let because uh, this bugs me and if mm. so this would be interesting where he goes. Um, is take care of your mum to Aaron yeah and it's like, it's like really dramatic it's like get over it yeah it's like it, literally just leave it alone for a part bit. of that scene yeah where it's a, there's something I think it's a little bit before then as well is it he, when he goes oh you're, now your friend's lock yeah something like that and it's like this really bitchy little comment mm. from this really weird little man and then it's it, going alright isn't it yeah, he's yeah. going back and he's kind of and then it clicks all of a sudden mm. oh so that ah uh, I think it was later on. This is a note. This is a note later on, man. But yeah, I've got and it, it's a Lord of the Ring. Oh no, it's the next one. So so after the spying, that scene happens. Yeah. So yeah, I've got him saying, uh, "Not not your friend though," because he says something like that. He's like, I think he says back to her, "Oh, I'm not your friend though." Something along those lines. Yeah, no, he does. He does say something like that. And yeah. so I put Gollum vibes. Oh my god. Because it really reminds me. You surprised me. me. Of the bit. <laughs> In Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, mm-hmm. where Frodo is like, Bilbo wants to take the ring off Frodo yeah. when they're in Rivendell, and then suddenly he has like that Gollumy moment where he like, oh, he goes, 
<gasps> yeah, and it's really jumpy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. like sudden jump scare. Oh, that made me shut my pants yeah. when I was when I was younger. That bit really reminded me of that. Yeah, do you reckon it's a little weird throwback? No, <laughs> probably not. Or a left wing throwback. But okay. this, ep- this episode is like quite like it's like a sequel to the moth from episode one, isn't it? Mm. Where where he he's trying to guide Charlie. Yeah, give but it's like drugs. it's like the opposite though. Yeah, Locke's Locke, Locke's doing a shit job of being of being his like mentor. Yeah. Yeah. Really bad. So next on, one, next one, go. Uh, Hugo and Libby vibes. So this is this is where Locke. Uh, no, sorry, Sawyer, Hugo. Oh, where Sawyer dobs Hurley in, and he goes. He but first Sawyer calls him. I think he calls him Jabber. Okay, yeah. So you got two. You got two <laughs> names here. One's Jabber, and one is um, Jethro. Jethro. So what? I didn't get Jethro. Should you do nickname watch? All right, nickname. Considering watch. this is like. The only Sawyer scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do nickname watch. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's fine. I'll do, allow it. You're going to... Uh, Jabba the Hutt. you going to signal the scene? It's nickname watch! <laughs> <laughs> Jethro. Sawyer teases Hurley about doing his laundry with Libby and refers to him as Jethro. Jethro is a fictional character in the 1960s TV sitcom The Beverly Hillbillies. And he also calls him Hoss. What's Hoss? He, t- he turns around and he says, oh, he says something at Hoss before he goes into the tent. Okay. Um, and Eric Hoss Cartwright was a, um, a big, warm, lovable man who was the son of Ben Cartwright in a TV show, Bonanza. I'm telling you, Sawyer is a TV addict. How? What? This, uh, it, it, he just, he's the kind of guy who just wouldn't watch TV. It's funny because there's a few references later on of TV shows that he watches and one in season three which people who are listening who know Lost very well will remember so I definitely think it's part of their, his character like yeah. Sawyer's just like this guy who just loves TV yeah I kind of like he obviously loves TV I'm like do they ever do it where they I would love for them to like slip up and do a nickname for a TV show that like hasn't been done in there, like, time. there be, must be a time <laughs> where he just starts going hey Gus Fring yeah <laughs> <laughs> And Which won't like, be a good name what? for Locke, to be fair. Yeah, to be fair. That would Yeah, nice. There's a... Okay, oh, I'm not going to say. Do you have anything okay. else to say about that scene, then? I mean... Just... just I did, I think Two things, actually. One is Hurley um, calls them the Tailies. Yeah. Um, I which know, so. I quite like because it's it's what the fandom are calling them. So it's like the sign... It's, it's like a sign of the writers just, like, kind of acknowledging and embracing what the fans are doing and putting it into the show. Yeah, and Hurley was very much like a voice of the fa- of of the audience. Which yeah, is good. Um, and also just like I love the big bro vibes, the, the bro vibes going on. Mm. I'm sorry, Hurley, but also uh, Libby, like she knows, like she <laughs> when she turns, she goes, "Hey yourself." It's like that clearly wasn't Hurley shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, Hurley's little wave. That kind of like awkward little wave where he's just like looking off, like don't know what to say. He like, loves him. He's so awkward. I know. I just don't know what. It's so, so odd. So tell me, Jack. Yeah. Are we, are we going to talk about their next scene, or are we going to hold on for? Gonna, let's hold up a bit. Okay. I'll, we're going. I'll, I'll we're going. We're going one by one. I mean, Hugo. I like Hugo is in the next scene. Yeah. This is the Renaissance medieval painting. Oh God, yeah. With Hugo and I keep calling him Hugo instead of Hurley. Yeah, you do that. I, I don't like know. That. Very personal. I like him, yeah. Very but personal. It's, so it's Claire, Charlie's mum, and, and the and dove. Mr. Rogers of Lost, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as she shall now be called. And Mrs. Rogers. Um, this is, there's a few things about this scene. I like this scene. It's interesting. It's, it's out there. Yeah. Firstly, the image of the piano in the sea is quite like, like, whew. I like, yeah. It's like, ooh. I like the dreamy stuff catching. in this one. I prefer it to, to Claire's dream. A while back. In season one. Mm. Yeah. What, the one of Locke? Yeah. Actually, that, that was... It's quite eerie. That was more eerie. These are kind of... I, li- I just like them. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think they're fun. They're inventive. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. I remember watching it for the first time and, like, and being into it, and I still am. Um, the, the, these, these things are not what I... Aren't what I dislike about this episode. Okay. Is it Charlie? Charlie? What are you doing? What? What are you doing, man? What's going on? It's the middle of the night. What are you doing with the baby? I don't know. The dream is based on um, 
painting that was assisted on by Da Vinci called The Baptism of Christ, and you see the same painting hanging in his wall in the apartment. Ah. Yeah, very Barton Fink, which if you haven't seen that, that reference will go over your head. Um, yeah, uh, the, the painter was Andrea del Verrocchio. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. In fact, there's a lot there's a lot going on in Charlie's flashbacks in the background in terms of references, which we'll get on to. Okay. But I'm excited to tell you. Just really cool little things. Right. Um, so yeah, nice scene. Also, in the version you watched, yeah. did you see the plane? Yeah, yeah, I did. That wasn't in that was only available as like an Easter egg to people with like widescreen format. Okay. Really weird. So yeah, really strange. Yeah, I did see. There's a. It's in the background. Yeah, it's again. the it's the, the the Beechcraft. Yeah, yeah. Odd. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That Beechcraft is getting some appearances. Does that this. that scene have any? Does it pay off in the end of this show? <laughs> I mean, it's pay just off a, by, by the end of the episode. Does it? Does it like? I Not don't really. No, I, I don't think this episode is ever going to be kind of. I mean, it it, it is like in the immediate aftermath but mm. beyond like four episodes of time I don't think this episode's ever remembered oh that's a shame because I feel like I feel like it's laying I, uh, there's le- there's some groundwork being laid this episode it feels like it lays a lot of groundwork for stuff that I don't think is ever going to come up again look there's something to be said for the fact that each of the really intense dreams that characters have had in the show bar locks or no actually let's include locks have included or been uh, hinted at the safety of Aaron mm-hmm. and the Beechcraft plane yeah remember Teresa falls up the stairs Teresa falls down the stairs yeah so maybe there's something to, to be said for that I'm not going to say it doesn't come back into play but I think in terms of like literal like payoff like ah oh, that links back to that moment mm. no so Hurley isn't Jesus <laughs> I mean look <laughs> we're getting into crazy territory here because because yeah and I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Okay. Because maybe it does. I don't know. Anyway. All right. So, moving on. So, I've got the... Oh, that, so that that Hurley is bit... Is that Jesus doing the painting? Okay, no. Let's... That Hurley bit, which we were just talking about, is the... There's another bit first between Sawyer and Hurley. And then there's another bit, which is the awkward waving scene. Yeah. Because uh, I've got noted... <laughs> Sure, you've got a load you need to drop in. Oh, that's when he calls him Jethro. Yeah. That, that line is so, so painful. So which one? Who's Jethro? What? He calls him Jethro, the Beverly Hillbillies character. Oh, that's the bet. Okay. Because that, I mean, we've spoken about it. It's rogue. So then there's a flashback and it's weird. <laughs> I love that we're going to see my scene here. This is great. So this is, which... So I've got noted down. I'm is not... this a... Yeah, I know what flashback this is. Is this the music video one? Um, no, this is the one where the baby's born. Okay. I've got a few gripes about this scene. Cause the... Oh, maybe I've skipped ahead here. Because uh, the only thing I have noted down here about this scene is teacup looks jokes in flashback. Because the teacups they use are so funny. They're so, like, quintessentially British. I'm going to drink really nice tea. It's in that classic, uh, let's pretend you're in England. Yeah, exactly. But we really aren't. It's really funny. This is the episode that's most responsible for that. Mm. There's, I think there's a scene towards the end where Charlie runs out and they're meant to be in, like, Covent Garden. I think you see in the background or something. It's Brixton. Is it Brixton? Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, that is not a tube sign. But um, <laughs> I, I have all caps, that is not Brixton, written <laughs> in my notes. <laughs> um, that ain't Brixton. It is, like, the tube sign, it wasn't so much the tube sign, it was more like, it like it's supposed to be Brixton tube. It's like this really tiny little corner, and yeah. it's completely empty. Empty, yeah. And it's like, you haven't been to Brixton. Oh my God, Brixton on a flipping week, on, a, on an evening night. Oh, oh my, my God. God, it's so loud it's as well. Night. Um... Yeah, go on. Yeah, no, I think you have jumped forward. You I must, have. You must have had nothing to say about the previous flashback, which, to be honest, rightly so. But one thing that really gripes me is when Charlie runs in and he speaks to Karen, who's Liam's wife, mm. and she's like, oh, I named her Megan and all that. And it's really nice and touching. And then she's like, where's Liam? Yeah. Like, Charlie's just walked into their house on a Saturday afternoon to say hello. Yeah. Not just after she had a baby. And the first thing she's probably thinking is, where the fuck is my husband? Yeah. <laughs> really weird. It's, I mean, 
it's kind of crazy. This whole this whole situation that's going on. With I this do family. feel sorry for Charlie in the flashbacks. It seems the flashbacks seem they they are in character just about. But it does feel. I think the way they play into the what's happening on the island this stuff with the baby because mm. obviously there's like Aaron on the island and the baby mm. back home and then he ends up dressing up as a baby and dancing around in this yeah as a baby thing for this music on. video which is weird that is that's a weird scene god it's not a good scene so, uh, it's funny it was designed to be a uh, they originally wanted it to be like a proper Abbey Road reference but they they couldn't secure the rights to recreate that like on Abbey Road mm. which would have been interesting what do you mean in Abbey the Beatles Abbey Road album cover wait so they wanted the music video they were going to recreate the, the, that the, the, sorry the um, the advert the butties you were worry buddy oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I do think is quite funny um, yeah I like the pun it is when funny. they started doing it I was like no <laughs> it, and it, I think the scene works personally but like, um, yeah, they were going to remake the album cover of Abbey Road with them wearing nappies uh, or diapers, whatever, whatever you call them. Call them. Um, diapers. They, they couldn't get permission. So, yeah. Mm. But that, the whole baby thing. So the but way this is making me think the that the baby thing's not a thing because if it was originally meant to be that. Yeah. Oh, no, they were going to wear diapers though. Yeah. So, I mean, the baby thing still, but the way... It just feels so heavy-handed in <laughs> trying to make it seem like Charlie really cares about babies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And it still yeah, doesn't... Yeah, but, but saying that, he doesn't really have a go at his brother when he says he dropped the baby. Because dropping a baby is a big thing. Yeah. And he's like, he is a bit like, well, why didn't you listen to this song I just wrote? But this is what I mean. That bit's like, again, is so inconsistent <laughs> with... You know, everyone's emotions and how they're feeling. Like, we've just built up that Charlie's really pissed off at him for not being there when the baby was born. And Charlie's, like, you know, really cares about babies. Mm. And, you know, he really wants to look after Aaron because maybe it reminds him of Liam's kid or something. Yeah. You know, that's kind of... It's almost what they're hinting at. It just is not... Yeah, it's just it doesn't work. Because it doesn't the episode, work. This episode is, surf, like, surface level. It's very surface level. It's very, it's completely fine to watch. Mm. Like it, I, I thought, I thought the beginning was a lot stronger, and then I think it, you know, first like half, was fine, you know, it, with, it, the, it with w- the the dreams and stuff, and then I think it, I think it loses it with the other flashbacks. Yeah. When it goes into like actual flashbacks rather than dreams, that's when I wasn't. I thought it was a bit r- naff. That's a good word. I, I don't. I wouldn't. This is the one. This is my one of my least favorite lost episodes. Really? Yeah. Um, and I just love we're talking at length about it. It's so funny. A few little things of the flashbacks, some little Easter eggs and stuff. Can I delve okay. In? Yeah. Yeah. Just get, get them out of the way almost. In the background, in um, Charlie's apartment, there's a drive shaft uh, poster, um, a tour poster, and it's for a concert that was on the fifteenth of August. Eight fifteen. Eight fifteen in America because they do dates together, yeah, right yeah, around, yeah. don't they? Uh, year two thousand, so that's four years before we would have crashed on the island. Mm. Um, and uh, there, I love when number they walk- watch. Yeah, that was a sly number watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, when you first get to Charlie's apartment in the flashback, um, you hear a song by the Kinks that he was telling Jin about the other week. Ah, uh, I like that. That's yeah. good. Yeah. He's evil. It's really fun. And, and do you know what? There, I'm gonna say it. Didn't notice it until this time around. Oh. This was one of the things I one of the rare things I picked up this time around. Good. Yeah, it's great. I'm glad it's made it all worthwhile. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I love it. Um, also, uh, there's a reference to Pink Floyd. You know the Battersea Power Station, the um, the on the arm cover of the yeah, yeah. record Animals. When they leave the place where they've been recording, the sound, mm. the sound stage or whatever, you see the Battersea Power Stations in the background. There's mm. lots of references to music and stuff. Yeah. Um, and one of the other ones is, I don't know if you, have you did you ever know about that Beatles um, album cover? Um, it's called, it's like a compilation called Yesterday and Today. And it's like them dressed up as butchers of like meat. It's like quite, it was quite a weird controversial mm, album okay. cover. So you know his father at Butcher. the beginning, the end, and then they're always like, oh, we should have just been butchers or whatever. Yeah, all, that, all that scene 
because there's like dead dolls in the album cover as well. Yeah. It was all just a reference to when he's coming off the doll's head, it's all a reference to the Beatles. Because obviously, let's not forget, Dominic Monaghan's got a Beatles lyric tattooed, tattooed onto his shoulder. Niche. Strawberry Fields Forever. Um, yeah, just quite fun. Right. We oh, don't... But there's, yeah, yeah. there's, Any, a, there's, li- there's a little inconsistency, that's all. Go on. In the moth, um, he, Charlie's brother Liam says that when his child is born, he and Charlie were looking for a fix. He like, well, you know when he goes to Australia and he's like, see him and he's like all cleaned up. Yeah. And, he, and Charlie asks him to go back on tour. He says like, oh yeah, I was... Um, Looking for a, we were looking for a fix when she was born. I missed the birth. Well, no. To be fair, Charlie was on the phone. He is so off his tits that that's kind of like a fair inconsistency. That's make a great point. Arguably okay. It's a bit like you know when Echo got the uh, got the uh, psalm wrong, mm. and they're like, well, he kind of isn't a priest. Yeah, he's like. Half priest. <laughs> yeah, they just about get away with Echo it. Echo gets a few things wrong this week as well, by the way. Does he? Echo's does. religious knowledge is sketchy at best. Well, I don't have any many notes. I've only got one note on Echo for this week. It's a bit later on. Okay. But we'll keep going. Uh, Echo, so, my, Echo's got my favourite line in the episode. So you've got Locke with the slow pan on his face. So he's like, so this is a scene where, so this is after the second, this is after one of the, the dreams where Charlie goes out. Or is it? I'm not yeah, actually so sure. This, this is where Charlie, if, if memory serves correctly, this is where Charlie goes to speak to Echo and says about his dreams, Echo says about baptising Aaron. And then mm-hmm. Charlie's like, Claire, Claire, Claire. Uh. Yeah. And then Locke's watching on. Yeah, that and is he does it. that pan around. Does this pan of it? This really slow pan around his head, which around his very round head. Does that remind you of anything? It reminds me of Bad Boys. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? <laughs> um, can't think of anything else. Right What's now. happening? When does that happen in Bad Boys? It's the bit where the two of them. There's like that iconic meme pan where uh, they kind yeah. of like get shit done or whatever. Or I can't remember the thing they say, but they've got the guns and they're like. It's just that pan around them. It's very action movie. We need to uh, start a petition for Bad Boys remake with Terry O'Quinn. Oh my god, Bad Boys remake with Terry O'Quinn. Just, 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 just bad boy. Bad boy. <laughs> bad boy. Bad boy. Bad <laughs> boy. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> I'm so up for that. I mean, Bad Boys Three is happening. Where we can get him involved. Let's cancel it. Cancel it. Um, we'll see that- if you've got enough money, mate. That scene reminds me of uh, cast your mind back to um, season one episode Tabula Rasa. Hello, we <laughs> love that episode. Tabula Rasa. Go Tabula on. Rasa. Um, the episode ends with Locke like looking on at Michael and Walt as Walt's reunited with Vincent, and the camera does literally the same pan to Locke just staring on. And it's just yeah, it's quite. It's back in the days where you thought Locke was ominous. It's almost like Locke's. Uh, was call it Jekyll and Hyde moment mm. because from that moment on he's a bit of a nasty bastard. He this is the this is the turning point for yeah. him in this episode as well. Mm. So he does turn into right knobhead because Charlie's gone to him and like said, Char- "This is one of the rare moments where I'm I do feel sorry for Charlie in the episode is where Locke catches him off guard and he says, "Look, you've got the wrong idea because mm. I truly think Charlie is amusing." Yeah. He's keeping it there for, like, comfort thing. You yeah, know? yeah, Like, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, kicking drugs must be a very hard thing. Cut him some slack. Yeah. So I really wish people gave him more of the benefit of the doubt. Remember all those talks we had? You and me? We said everything happens for a reason. This island tests us. That's what this is, John. A test. This is my test. That's why these are here. These are here because you put them here, Charlie. Not but wait. really makes... He puts like a moral line down of like mm. this kid does drugs he's bad you know what I mean like it is yeah. very clear cut on on that and it's a it, bit old fashioned isn't he yeah and it feels like it feels I mean for me this is the most unlock lock is mm-hmm. we've seen so far I don't know if it happens again but I think this is what we were saying earlier about people feeling out of character like for me this episode feels out of character for Locke and I didn't like Locke this episode at all 
I've always kind of, when it's come to Charlie and Locke scenes, mm. I feel like I've always sided with Locke. And here I didn't feel like I was doing that. I just I felt sorry for Charlie. Mm. And so, yeah. So do you want to talk about the moment in particular? Or are we skipping ahead too far? Let's keep going with the, yeah. with the list. We'll get, we'll definitely get I guarantee there. everyone knows exactly oh, what yeah. we're talking about. We're just, we're, we're teasing it out. We are teasing it out. <laughs> we're teasing out a, a moment that dropped on the American TV in January 2005. <laughs> <laughs> so, next scene. Our next note I've got is, uh, you hitting that? Oh, you hitting that? Uh, I Anna like Lucia these. Is, Jack I Shepherds. think Anna Lucia brings out the best in Jack. I uh, yeah, didn't she? I prefer. I definitely prefer them two to Kate and Jack. Hundred mm. percent. Mm. What? No, I'm saying anything. Yeah, no, I like them. I think they're good. I, th- I think that scene's fine. It doesn't achieve anything. I just like how she's like, yeah, you're fit. She's fit. Yeah, oh, she just says it how it yeah. is. Yeah, and Lucy is having a bit of a field day since coming back. She's not having to lead a group. She's literally just chilling with Vincent. She seems really chill. She's chill. She's not having to like fend for her life. She fucking killed someone, but she's all right. Uh, Alice is fine. <laughs> I like her, man. I really like her. I she's yeah. growing on me. I didn't like her. I think because we haven't seen her for a while. When mm. she was like in that really hard ass like being annoying mo- mode, and now every time we see her, she's just floating. Yeah. So it's kind she of <laughs> she's, she's sitting. Yeah. Each episode has like, has like a Jack and Alicia scene. Where Alicia has come across really well, actually. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot. You can tell they're really trying to stretch this episode out, can't you? Why? Right. They put in like that little scene, which really doesn't do anything, does it? What the the hunt the hunting party ending with the what? army? Yeah, but the, so this scene doesn't add to that, really. Oh no, you just that all what it really does again and subtly and annoyingly, especially now we've spoken to Evangeline about it, is. When Sawyer and Kate are together and they see Jack and Alicia coming out of the jungle and Kate like hints that she's a bit jealous. Yeah. So, must we? Yeah, it's always it's like that weekly reminder. Yeah. Um like Jack's now hanging with Anna Lucia. Yeah. But I mean this episode does feel stretched because like the Charlie stuff just isn't that interesting. And then you've got like the Hugo Libby stuff. Yeah. Which is Should we talk about their next scene? So we're getting there. Oh, I don't actually... I don't, I don't have any notes. Well, I want to talk scene. about that scene. So let's go. Yeah, yeah let's go like into it. it. So Hurley and Libby in the hatch, right? Um, doing listening the laundry. To Perry Como. Um, doing the laundry. Uh, uh, having a fun time. Not listening to Geronimo Jackson. Not listening to Geronimo Jackson, who, I'm sorry, I'm team, they are a real band. So this is segue. Um, we had a message being like... Oh, because Jacob said yeah, last week... which is a great point. I said, perhaps prematurely, that they're real. When I asked, are they fake? And you said they're real. Yeah. And so someone, I believe his name was Michael. Yeah, I like Michael. He, he's, he's a regular listener. Yeah, thank you for listening, Michael. And he messaged a Wired piece that said that one of the writers said that Geronimo Jackson weren't a real band. Mm. And that, I think it was the Donkeys. Hmm. Recorded that their music for the show because they did a there's, a there's a song called Dharma Lady that was released which I have not told you about and it was like added to iTunes after the release of last week's episode so really I should have played it to you okay so maybe we could play it now okay yeah so that song exists and was released with the episode so Jacob's convinced because Damon said it on a podcast mm. that it's their real band well, and yeah. I am convinced. That Damon's playing you because he's locked to your Charlie. Like, old school Lock and Charlie from last season. Where you're just like, this little follower who believe anything he's told. No, I just can't believe I didn't ask Damon when I met him, firstly. We have since emailed Damon. So, the investigation has begun where we have emailed Damon's people to try and find out the truth. We're trying to get down but to like, it. But, like, the way I look at it is, like, who's to say they're not... They are aren't real. Like the writer of the show. No, listen. The in writer the s- of the show literally said they're fake. In the seventies, there were so many bands that failed into, into obscurity after releasing an album or two. And like, look at Rodriguez, the subject of the documentary, Searching for Sugar Man. He literally went missing, and it took a documentary to find him again. And everyone was like, "Yeah, who is this guy? Is this real?" 
all it did, he, if that documentary they made, we'd be saying he wasn't real. Who who are we to say they are or aren't real? I think it's like Father Christmas. It's like Santa. If you want to believe they're real, they're real. Do you believe? Because I do. You're a knobhead, aren't you? So I think the investigation is going to be, we'll keep you updated. Well, they're real, but yeah, we'll keep you updated. No, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to have a proper... Yeah, but they're real, but yeah, we'll keep you updated. Next email we'll send will be to that writer to clarify, I think. I'll be like, it's real, but yeah, what are we talking about? No, <laughs> you are, you're like a little kid. You don't want Santa Claus to be spoiled for you. Santa is real. He is, though. He just doesn't bring around all the presents. Of course he is. Um, and he's Jeff Bridges and, and if he does, he's, he's going to bring a, a, a Voltron toy, which is what Liam got in the beginning of the episode. Voltron? Yeah. Transformers. Yeah. Hudson Disguise. Libby and Hurley. Yeah, so they're chatting. Again, bit of an inconsistency in this scene. <laughs> Hurley says to Libby... You all right? Do I know you? Didn't he? And he yeah. stepped on her toe, she says. Yeah. But we see Hurley get on the plane, don't we? He doesn't step on her toe. Where's Libby at? And yeah. she's in the back of the plane. Yeah, but maybe he had to walk through the yeah, whole plane. It's just, it's just funny. If they go, I'm, see, I'm making excuses for Lost. I don't know why I do this. You are. Load of rubbish. Well, yeah. We'll see, won't we? We'll see who, who, who's who got the last laugh here. All right. Yeah, no, I don't know. Nice. Money's on me. She has to change into a... She changed into a dress in front of him. Do you like Libby? I like Libby. Yeah. I like Libby. I don't... I don't... I don't necessarily buy that she's into Hurley. I feel like why? she's playing him a bit. Why? Cause why Hurley, would you say that? Because Hurley at times is... So awkward. Yeah, but maybe that's what she likes, awkward guys. Isn't that why Sophie likes you? Wanker. Mm, anyway, next scene. I, I like them together. Hurley. Yeah, no, I like their scenes. I think Libby's real chill. I like her, yeah. Mm. I think Libby and Alicia and Echo are three really good additions to this show. Yeah, they, yeah, they are. Yeah. Good point. And, and Bernard... But we just don't see him that I much. I haven't seen Bernard much. That's because we can't get Rose in that much. Can't afford it. Of <laughs> Scott Caldwell. <laughs> yeah. That that that. But she's a guest. That really expensive actress. Guest actress, isn't she? She is, yeah. But then that, that why wouldn't they just bump her up to a regular if they? It's true. Was she better known before this show? She's in like lots of. We always talk. I swear, every four episodes we talk about El Scott Caldwell's career before last. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, anyway. We'll keep moving. Okay, so... Well, I always say, she was in The Fugitive. Anyway. Anything more to say about Libby and Hurley? Um, no, but I'm excited to watch that space on behalf of you. Thank you. Uh, new song about two brothers. Crying in the rain. Funny how... I've got a problem with this scene as well. By the way, this is, people might be surprised that I'm like really going in on this episode, but there are there's a lot of problems here. And it's written Charlie by Charlie was your favourite character, mate. Oh my god, not by this stage. And by the way, Donnie Monaghan, our friend Ben, met him recently. Oh yeah, he? Ben Travis. And he told him to listen to this podcast, but I swear we just literally go in on him every <laughs> week. So if you are listening, Dom, sorry. We do love you. Like, oh, we yeah. absolutely love you. Yeah. You're my favourite hobbit. Yeah, arguably. Charlie's just a little know. bit annoying, but we love you. You're one of the, you're one of the originals, you know. Oh yeah. Um. So this I, I this think scene though, mate. What was wrong with it? So basically, <laughs> he's singing. Yeah. And then Liam gets up and like looks at him and then like sings the song with him. Mm. And it's like, how do you know the song if you never heard it before? <laughs> <laughs> I- All alone. Try. I I I was fine with that, you know. It's because I I think it's because I watched The Star Is Born recently. Yeah, no, look, they look, do it look. all the way through A Star Is Born. Don't, That's just how life is. Look. That's how life is in the movies. The Star Is Born is one of the best ones of the year. No, it's not. Oh no, it is. It's not in my top ten. It's in mine. I I think it was number eleven. Do you know what I just want to say? In like. 
10 years time people are still listening to this and they're remaking a Star Wars Born Again they're talking about the Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga version yeah which is very very new yeah it's new it's new here in, in, in this, this time and period age. <laughs> if you're listening it's, it's probably an Oscar winner by the time Might you're be. listening to it yeah someone would have won an Oscar yeah Bradley Cooper would have best actor I, I think Gaga has got it in the bag do you actually yeah for sure I really I, I really like the first half of that film I think it tailed off Really didn't I didn't buy a lot of it in the end, and I think her character development went off the grid. I've got a lot of views. I went. I, I was having this chat in deep with someone the other day. Speaking, right? No, I think for her in that movie. Sorry, segue again to Star Is Born. Do people care? I don't know. Sure, you won't leave it for after. I find well. I'm going to say it quickly. I think when she goes full Gaga, yeah, I find it difficult to believe because it happens like. It's very quickly, and I think his character, I is much better, and much better done. I agree that. Um, I was I was just charmed by the whole thing. It really took me by surprise. I was emotional on the bus home, mm. like it hit me afterwards. But it was mainly because of his character. Yeah, he's great. He's yeah directs the shit out of it as well. Um, very, very very yeah. So I'm used to people singing now, just together. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. It is funny. It was just a bit. It just bugs me. I mean, I mean that that does happen in a lot of things, and you can buy it. But like, yeah, it's, it's a, a bit basic, a baby. Yeah, but again, like the song. He's trying to be all Gallagher. The song is so funny. The song is funny. I don't mind the song though. Like, it's, the song is not again what I just like about this episode. <laughs> um, I, I think it's funny because me and whenever I come up with an idea mm. with Finn my younger brother and we always joke about like films we're going to make and stuff and so every single one starts whenever we come up with an idea it's like two brothers on an adventure on a road trip <laughs> and it's like and it's kind of like they do this really funny joke in Rick and Morty uh, it, it reminds me of the, this TV episode it's the, the what? yeah yeah, yeah. There, yeah there is one bit where it goes like two brothers oh, really? yeah, on yeah. Armada and it kind of like when we did it I think we did it before and then that came on and both of us lost our ship we're like messaging each other about that's it that's hilarious because it was really funny yeah. and so every when Charlie says like I've got this really great idea it's two brothers and I was just like no way is this a real thing like, how yeah. did that make it into the script yeah. how, two, oh my god it's like how are they not laughing <laughs> but his brother like really gives him time as well yeah like he starts playing and he's like instantly like oh fucking yeah we could stay up like the old days all night long. Have you got some? Yeah, it's tragic, really. Yeah. Ah, uh, and then he's st- he bloody steals Charlie's sells Charlie's piano. He sells Charlie's. Very piano. selfish guy. Thing is, I think the problem is, is that they because they've shown the brothers sorted, mm. so you know he gets out of it, and you know from a few from a season ago. So you kind of like the stakes aren't there as much. I it's felt. almost trying to make you feel sorry for Charlie because of what's going on on the island. So you actually you're a bit like. Oh. See, I also thought maybe not an it like an a, an inconsistency like we've been saying, but like Charlie's supposed to be in like full heroin overdose, not overdose, but you know full heroin taking mode right now. Yeah. In this episode. Well, heroin withdrawal, I'd say. Why? I don't think he. Do you think he's taken? Did he go through that though? Has he? We had. Did he go through it? I thought he hadn't had like a soft heroin phase. I thought he was when he was hooked. That was it, and that's why he found it so difficult not to do it on the island. Yeah, but he's probably still withdrawn. Withdrawal. I, I, I'm. I would think that in this time, if I, if I had imagined Charlie in this time period, yeah, I would have imagined him like completely fucked all the time, and I feel like they've presented him like that when he had his girlfriend. Yeah. He was fucked all the time. Yeah. And I feel like... What, well, his, his girlfriend being the, the, the junkie? No, the girl, that posh girl, remember? Oh, um, Lucy, yeah. When he was using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt like he should have been using here as well. Interesting. That's how it Well, I suppose it me. leaves the mystery open. He's claiming he's not. Hmm. I mean, it's... Because he seemed to be fine. He had no heroin, literally no heroin. Yeah, in this episode, that's what I mean. That's why. No, 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 but like he literally had no stash until the Beechcraft showed up. 
I'm not talking about on the island. Are you talking about off I'm the talking island? about in the flashbacks. I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying in that period, in the flashback. Yeah. In the flashbacks, he's not using. Hmm. Which seems weird and inconsistent with the time period in which those flashbacks, you feel like they should be, he should be off his face in them. I reckon he is using in the flashbacks. He doesn't seem that... He doesn't, no. But maybe he's just not on it all the time, like his brother is. His brother's like a... But I thought they went down that shitter together. This is quite long after that. I think he probably got worse after he left. After he left the BAM. Yeah. Yeah, but after, they're, he, they're... after he after he went to Australia, his brother, after he cleaned up his act and went, I think Charlie went on, even on a bigger downward spiral after that. Okay, I still feel like Charlie's in too good a mood. Do you think? I feel like you know he's he's being too responsible to his brother. Yeah. I feel like that's not very Well, sharp. I guess when he offers him the drugs and he turns them down, that's not really reflective of, of a drug addict. It's not reflective of the Charlie we know from that time period, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when yeah. he's in the band, it feels like... Even when, you know, you look back at the inconsistency you just said earlier, where yeah. it was like, oh, me and you were getting a hit. Yeah. That's the sort of Charlie you imagine this period. You know, yeah. the band's at their biggest. You imagine him being like his brother, getting fucked. Yeah. Maybe not quite as bad, but still pretty bad. Yeah. And so it almost feels, it feels almost too much like, again, going to the baby thing. Mm. Maybe what they're trying to do here is go, oh, you know, he looks after his brother. He's trying to get his brother. Like, he could look after Aaron. Mm. He could do that. Mm. But I feel like it doesn't actually click. Click. I agree with you. Okay. I agree with you. Sorry about the confusion. I thought you were talking about the island when you actually No, about the, no, the, the, sorry. The, that's okay. I don't think he's using on the island. Uh, no, 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 no. That's why I was confused. Uh, yeah, no. I, I get what you're saying completely, yeah. Okay. It's, um, I guess we'll we'll just have to call up a drug expert and send them the episode and see what they think. Yeah. Quite interesting to do something like that. Maybe we should. Um, yeah. Should we go into the next scene? Yeah. So the next note I've got is save the baby because he can't save himself. Save the baby, save the world. And I've got notes next to that foreshadowing. So in my mind, Charlie's going to die to save Aaron. Oh, Okay. Well, something bad's going to happen to him. At some die. stage. Oh, okay. Maybe not now. Mm. I remember, don't know. Remember Desmond said they're pressing the button to save the world? Well, Kelvin said it to Desmond. And Desmond relayed the message. So he's got to save the baby. Save the world. Maybe the baby is the button. No, he said, but he does say, like, someone says to Charlie, like, oh, he's saving the baby because he's got to save himself. He can't, yeah. can't, Locke says it. Can't look after himself. Charlie also calls Locke, calls Locke a bald wanker, which, I'm going to say it, Villain of the week. It is Charlie for that matter. It's obviously a toss-up between Charlie and Locke. For me, it's Charlie. Cause for you me, it's Charlie. Don't call Locke a bald wanker. Charlie's just... He's just not good in this episode. He's not He's not been good for a little while. You have to believe me. You've given up the right to be believed, Charlie. Next note I've got is, that is not Brixton, in all caps. Yeah, covered that. That is not Brixton. Yeah. And then the next one... The next one, I think I got, I think I got bored of making notes because I, I skip over a lot here. It's because the next one is gross skit stitches. Oh, you've skipped over the the big one. So I've skipped over the fire. So Charlie sets a bloody fire because the episode is called Fire and Water, and of course we need a bit of fire in there for it to justify the title. This is infuriating. Um, he sets a fire and then takes the bait as a distract decoy to 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 take the baby to baptize him in the sea. This is Charlie, don't you know Aaron needs a godparent present to witness this? If he asks son nicely. Yeah. It's this scene is so infuriating, actually. What, because of Charlie? Yeah, everything everything about what he does here. It's really cringe. The fire thing is awful. It's like I mean, maybe he is taking because it is just so weird. I think he's just really Worried he doesn't have a purpose and he needs a dream. He's having these dreams. Mm. Let's not pretend the island doesn't send... Like he says, Kate saw a horse. Oh, yeah. And all this and all that. I mean, the horse ended up being there because Sawyer saw it as well. <laughs> but like... And also, can I just say, why is Charlie not being like... By the way, everyone, I saw a monster made of smoke. Like, you know, <laughs> no one's talking about Yeah. It. But yeah, anyway. There are things Charlie could do which would make a lot more sense and would be like a normal person thing to do. 
that's the thing. He doesn't do things that he's acting rationally. He's acting very rationally, but Mm. to the to the degree that like it just it makes me think like what the what the hell is going on? Mm. You know what I mean? And when like at the end when Charlie's like, I lit the fire when he tells Jack, and it's like yeah, we know, man. (laughs) It's like mate, you're like second rate wall. Yeah, what was setting fires in season one, mate? It does. Yeah, there's a bit of repetition there. (laughs) There's a bit of like it felt. Also, because everyone's, like, really fucking panicking about the fire. Mm. And everyone's like, we're not going to be able to contain it. And then suddenly, everyone's watching Lock Punch Charlie. (laughs) And it's like, you know, one or the other. Like, the distraction was supposed to be, like, you know, (laughs) camp-threatening. But it means... It somehow managed to be stopped in like five seconds. I think they were just being overdramatic. They got there, they're like, oh, actually, it's fine. What's going on over there? Yeah. (laughs) Which brings us on to the moment which we've been teasing all episode. God, you've been teasing all episode. Lock smacking Charlie in the face. Spoiler alert for a very old episode of TV. Yeah, Lock gets gets to baby. Charlie does this big spiel of like, who are you, Lock? You don't know Aaron. You don't know Claire. You're 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 not their family. And Locke's like makes a very good point by saying, "Well, you're not either." Yeah. Uh, Charlie, he's really upset and he's just a bit tired, and he gives the baby over to Locke, and then he tries to apologise to Claire, and Locke's having none of it, and elbows him in the face. See that? Sir, that Locke turns so to weird. violence. Locke, Locke wouldn't do turn that to violence, man. Locke. Like Charlie's already in a shit place after that scene. Mm. He's already. Like, the villain of the campsite. He's our villain of the week. You know. And then you hit a man when he's down. And it's like, a bit like, look, who who does give you, I guess, ultimately, the right to... He even said to Jack last week, who are we to tell anyone or anyone what they can't... Anyone what they kind of can't do. Yeah. And his quote, his, 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 his catchphrase is, don't tell me what I can't do. At least hear Charlie out. I mean, he did hear Charlie out, and then he thought Charlie was lying. But it does seem uncharacteristic of Locke to just... To just then default, oh, smack you are lying, or I'm going to punch you. It's just a bit... Surely he'd be like, Charlie is overreacting. And even if he is taking drugs, let me help him. Mm. Instead of just punching him and leaving him, like, in the in the, in the sea. Wait, so who wrote this episode? Uh, Adam Horowitz and Edward Kitsis, the guys who went on to create a TV show Once Upon a Time. Um, Adam Horowitz, I recognise that name. Yeah. That's what I have to say about that. Maybe they wrote... Um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was written by them. By them, who've written like good episodes of Lost, you know. Like they've, mm. they've. It's not. It's just weird. It's a weird episode. It's a weird moment. Yeah, I. It's one of my least favorite moments of Lost, so far in this show. You know, I yeah. just feel so out of character. So, just awful, really. For it's just not Locke. It's not what Locke would do. And so it's annoying. But so, yeah, he did Once Upon a Time, Adam Horowitz. Mm. For the season one episode they wrote together was Born to Run, the one that Clarice came on for. Lovely Clarice Lockery. Kate episode. Yeah, exactly. Also wasn't actually that great an episode. And then the one they wrote before that, um, after that, is Everybody Hates Hugo. Ben oh, Travis that came was a on good for. episode. Mm, it's all right. My two least favourite episodes of season two. Oh, hello. Thus far. Yeah. Written by Adam. However, I've looked at the next two they write for season two, and I like them both. So, so they, there's some redeeming yeah. stuff. So they get the characters eventually. Yeah. This is, this is you know, the one thing about this episode that I think it, it does make it worse than it should be. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a shame. I mean, look, at the end of the episode, Charlie... Are you putting away your notes? Are you done with your notes? No, I've just got to spitball from here on out. You are. I am. I'm doing well here. Why not? I still got some to come. I've got loads to go. We haven't even talked. We we've actually glazed over one thing I wanted to talk about, which was my favourite line of the episode. Where was that? Mister Echo. Okay, coming up to Mister Echo. That's my next note. Wait. So what were you going to say? Sorry, I interrupted you. You broke my flow, man. Uh, (laughs) I was talking about. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. Charlie is public enemy number one by the end of this episode. Uh, he's got the hood up. The hood's up. When the hood's up. I have that. That's my last note of the episode. Charlie's hood up. (laughs) Fuck me. 
it's I like hate a, it. It's like a teenager, I stroppy hate, teen. I, I hate it so much. Really? It is like, it's like stroppy. Emo. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. It's just... Oh, it, I do feel sorry for him. Like Even like Kate and Jack are like, Charlie. And let's, let's bear in mind, Charlie was there at the beginning of Jack and Kate walking through the jungle mm. to get to the cockpit. It's sad to see him like fall from grace like this. Um... Yeah, I know yeah. what you're saying because he is set out to be this kind of the main. There, you feel like from the first, at least the very first episode, of the first season, you feel like they're the main trilo- trio. Yeah, completely. And you think Charlie's going to be big deal, and then he's kind of become this character. I know at the beginning I said like this episode's funny, and we haven't really spoken about funny things, but I think why I mean why I find funny is stuff that's just silly, and a lot of this, everything we've spoken about feels kind of silly like the way they start singing their song together and stuff like that like I found myself kind of like sniggering at it because it's just it's like bad funny yeah I know what you mean in many points and so so bad is funny are you saying yeah I mean look if I had to rate this episode out of five I'd give it a three I I would be willing to go I'd definitely go two I if I had if I had to give any lost episode two, this would be one of the ones that I would like be like, oh okay, fire and water. Guess it's a two, but like I I, I still think it's very watchable episode TV and it's a three, but for the, for how good Lost can be, mm. it's like lower lower echelons. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I still need to give it a bit of time maybe, because <laughs> there were there were like as I said, I liked I liked some of the dream stuff. I think, you know, this is what I mean. Like, my notes fell off because I just got a bit bored Yeah. after a while. What's the Echo stuff? Well, the I keep trying to talk about Echo and you keep yeah, trying I mean, to steer us away. What's the secret here? The only note I have here is Echo's trees in all caps. Yeah, here's the line, here's the line I like. Where Charlie says, what are you... Why are you marking these ones? Yeah. Here's, these are the ones I like. Yeah, these are the ones I like. <laughs> See, it's that kind of thing. Like, that's funny. Yeah. But that's also... A, I, but also, because Charlie just comes like uh, out of nowhere and he's... Oh, Echo. He's like, hello, Charlie. He's like, why are you marking these trees? And he goes, these are the ones I like. And it pauses, and I'm like, I really wish the scene ended there. That'd be <laughs> a flipping great scene. Yeah. But it also, again, it's like something that's so... You know, it's just to give some lot... To give Echo something to do. And it, uh, it it's just weird. It's a weird thing to give him to do. What? To make him mark trees, because he... Because he likes those ones in particular, and then by the episode, the payoff for that scene is that the trees burn down in the fire. And it, no, no, it no, 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 no. There's, there's a, there's a, there's a. This is the. There's payoff to this. Yeah. Echo's not just marking trees. Okay. I'll say that much. Thank fuck. There's a payoff to that. All right, because I thought they burnt down. I thought that was the point in the. No, there's, there's a payoff to that scene. I don't, I don't think he burns the trees down. Okay. Um. Just some reeds. I don't really like. He the still baptism. looks sad. Yeah, Echo's just sad for nature. I don't like the baptism scene so much. Baptism scene is not good. Yeah, Echo is like a bit like I didn't tell you to do it this way, Charlie. Like Jesus. Yeah. But also, it's like you didn't tell him to do it the correct. You didn't baptize Claire the correct way either. Technically, Aaron is not baptized now. Technically, Claire is not baptized either. He Why just not? Trickled a bit of water because they don't have their god. Yeah, person. yeah, yeah. What yeah. if Locke's the god person? And he wasn't there. He didn't witness it. I mean, Echo. He's he's an anointer. He can still be quite mean. You can't double up. Why not? No, mate. You don't know the rules of this. Mate, I am a godparent. Yeah, you are, aren't you? To my lovely goddaughter, Ruby. Are you baptised? Yeah. Mate, I'm going to hell. I'm not baptised. Yeah, what does that call it? He says it's like an insurance for heaven or something. Yeah. It's quite good Claire line. says, like... Oh, I need to go to heaven or something like that. Yeah. And I thought Locke would turn around. Um, uh, Echo, keep calling. I just got Locke on the mind. You're I obsessed, thought man. Echo would turn around and just be like, "It's not how it works." Like, yeah, you know, this isn't. It's weird. And then he mentions the dove thing, and we saw the dove. We see the dove at the beginning. We do. Yeah. I hope there's payoff for the baptism. Some regard. Yeah, do you? <laughs> I don't know. I want to. I just. I. I actually don't mind Claire in this episode. This is one of the episodes I don't mind. I don't Claire. mind Claire. I just feel like the the whole baptism thing is so extra. Yeah, and it really feels like we're going into that religious imagery 
for the sake of religious imagery. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, we think it's... We think this is really clever and we're going to do it. It's like... So, you know, have you seen Batman v Superman? Yeah, I have, actually. So that's I mean, I think I have. I can't recall. It's an, I yeah, really it hate bad. that film. I really, really dislike it. The extended... I even watched the extended version, which is slightly better. Why? Um... Did you watch it? They, get, they sent me the Blu-ray, I reviewed it. So fair enough. Um, so yeah, that was why I watched it, because it was for work. But yeah, they so there's the bit with the Superman stuff. They really try and make Superman seem like Jesus. Like they recreate some Renaissance photos with Wonder Woman and Batman holding a dead Superman, spoilers. And it's like, oh no, he's Jesus though come to save us and everyone's just like what why why is why is Zack Snyder made Superman Jesus it's bit, yeah it's, it's, it's because it's like something you do when you know you're making a university or like a sixth form project and you're like you know what we should reference this like really cool painting that's in the Louvre and it's like makes it seem kind of religious and it feels doing that? It, but, this baptism scene feels like that Oh, I think it's a nice little character moment of Claire, like, maybe Charlie's got a point and maybe I should do it. Like, you know, she, she's, okay. she's been listening to what he's saying almost. All right, yeah. She doesn't okay. think she's t- he's totally crazy. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. But I think there's a way they could have done it without... If it's not going to pay off to something to do with something on the island or something a bit bigger... Because I feel like whenever you bring in, like, religious imagery, mm. it's always trying to make, like, another point something like a big point mm. you know it's trying to make these grand comparisons that are very well Charlie's character has always been painted as religious we see him first time we see him in a flashback he's in the confessional yeah ever first ever apart from the when he's on the plane snorting heroin but yeah I um, think that his his episodes have religion religion theme okay themes this is very them. on the nose though yeah it is you used to call Lock Scar Jesus though let's not forget yeah, I mean, I I think there are there are, there's some very valid religious imagery stuff in Lost. Yeah, and I think you know there, you know we've talked about purgatory and things like that and all these theories, but this one just felt it just felt a bit much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a there's a scene where they have a baptism. It feels like a lot. I th- I think it would have been a lot if it was like a baptism presented like. With everyone gathered around or whatever, but it's nice, it's like quite intimate. Maybe, but they still make a big deal of it. A lot of panning shots in that as well. Yeah, but then it's it's kind of like split up with Locke putting the uh, the statues and the armory in the hatch. I think maybe maybe I'm picking holes because I don't like this episode. Yeah, so... I'm I'm starting to defend it again now. Yeah, I think we've discussed this episode at length. I think we should go on to Pillsbury. <laughs> <laughs> the Pillsbury. Look, go I on, I, I just I just want to say like. Uh, I got it wrong last week. Pillsbury it was a thing in England. There was an advert that was released that we, it was pointed out to us by I think it was a guy called Andy. Yeah. Um, Andy Parsons, not that one. <laughs> um, and yeah, there was an advert in 1999. I, I disclaimer. I mean, Jack would have been about two, and I was eight. Um, I'm not six years younger. <laughs> yeah, I know you're not. How old would you have been in 1999? 1999. Uh, six. Yeah, so I, I, I was I was eight. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember much adverts from back then, apart from Toys R Us. Um, but we looked it up. We, we looked at what Andy sent us, and we looked up at some other ones, and got to say, strange little creatures, Pillsbury. Pillsbury's so fucking weird. The little belly, belly rub. It's when they poke his belly. Yeah, and, and he's like, who? <laughs> it's so weird, no, isn't it? Odd, it is weird. It's odd. Uh, so I'm glad I didn't see it when I was younger, because I would have had nightmares. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, we were wrong. Thank you for l- filling us in. It made me laugh a lot. We were laughing a lot, weren't we? When we we saw were. That. Because we, it was part of, it stemmed from you asking a message and you were like, why are we getting messages about this thing? Because you'd forgotten we'd mentioned it yeah, and then no. it turned into a thing. It is quite um, funny. So that, yeah, thank you for the heads up. And so who's your hero of the week, Jacob? Uh, I'm glad you asked, Jack. Uh, my hero of the week, um, after careful deliberation, um, is Anna Lucia. Okay. For, for calling it as it is. You're fit, you're fit, look up. Yeah. I love it. I love, love. I just love that she's living the life of Riley after 48 days of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just love I've got a lot of time for it. She's on vacation now. Yeah. 
I've got time for that. Yeah. I think she's funny. I know you see her. I think she deserves it. My hero is Hurley this week. Yeah? Because he, 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 do, he goes and he does laundry with Libby. <laughs> and he, you know... He does laundry as well. Very good. And he does laundry. Yeah. But, you know, he was thrown in that by Sawyer. Absolutely chucked in there. It's so funny. It's awful, isn't it? It's awkward. And he just... He goes along with it and he chats with this lady and she undresses behind him and or maybe or maybe actually you know what it's a joint a joint hero of the week it's, it's Hurley and Libby yeah I was going to say why not Libby which because Libby also you know she goes along she gives him a chance yeah. she's nice to him they get along and it's nice and that is they are even though their scenes uh, you know Completely pointless in the they're grand scheme of not things. Not pointless in the grand scheme of things. But it's nice that they're friends and they're chirps and they're not. Nice to have a bit of, bit of, uh, bit, bit of romance. People, bit of an, um, a rom com. Uh, yeah, no, I like it. Is it the OA? Was that what Stuart said once about the show? Oh, the OC. OC. That's the, the one. Uh, yeah, we've got some OC little elements here. I, I mean, Charlie's like angsty teen. Oh, Charlie, yeah. fuck off. So usually what we do is we will end this episode uh, with a soundbite of the end of the episode. Because I think that's just Charlie looking miserable on, on, the, on the beach. With his hood up. With his hood up. Um, me and Jack are going to sing you the song that Charlie and Liam sing in oh the God. episode. I don't know this. Are we not? I don't know the words. It's like funny how... Funny did I don't know either. You, it was just an idea that came over my head. You so sing it. it. Okay, before that, please follow us on Facebook. No, I'm on Facebook. Here we are. We are on Facebook. We don't really use Facebook. We don't use shit it. To that. Uh, Twitter: Lost Boys Pod. Jack's on. At Jack J Shepherd. I'm at Jacob underscore Stoll. Uh, we're on SoundCloud. Uh, we're on iTunes. And we're now on Spotify. We're now on Spotify. It's cool. That's cool. All it took was. If you're a podcast and you want to put it on Spotify, they've got this new thing, which I was alerted to by someone else who listens to this, and they're a podcaster, so they told me. Yeah. So I should share the information. Um, they've just got this this new thing where you can literally put in your RSS feed, and it goes straight on Spotify. That's really good. Great. So there you go. So we're so on we Spotify got that. now. Um, and uh, we are looking to be hosting other platforms, but to do that, we need more listens. So please no, no, we're on Acast. We're on everything. Yeah, but we... No. Oh, okay, ignore that. I'm just just want more listens, and I'll say anything to to get them. <laughs> it's holding uh, himself out. <laughs> I will him. do anything that you want me to do. Tweet out this episode if you've made it this far. A congratulations because we're an hour and six minutes in. This is a long episode. It's a really long episode for a really naff episode. <laughs> I know, but I feel like that's how it works. This is what you get when I when I lead it. Yet scene by scene analysis <laughs> <laughs> of a forty minute episode. So look. Um, Tweet it out. Just say, yeah, listen to this episode. No, uh, don't say it. Uh, yeah, okay. Call on your followers, say, listen to this episode, and Jacob, because I did this, do whatever. And you come up with something, and Jacob will have to do it. I don't get what's... Because you're whoring yourself out. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, if you want me to do anything, I'll do it. So just say, within reason. Within um, reason, and capable to do it on a computer, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. There you go, fun. Cool. We never released the Jacob, did we? Did that that fell by the wayside, mate. That did. We we this social interaction, we fucking suck. Thanks for listening. Funny how. <laughs> Funny do, 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 do. <laughs> we could have done all. We all everybody. everybody. Woo.